the same old new school. And, you know, I uttered two words that we've all become very accustomed to these days, which is technical difficulties. So we're going to try this again. Kevin Cole, how you Yo, doing, man? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the internets today. You know, hey, listen, you know, none of us should be surprised by what's happening because this is our everyday yes, now. Sir. This is what we yes, do. And, uh, and so we will get Zay back probably at the end, I think, uh, once he gets himself situated. But uh, the, the, the teeming masses are bursting at the seams to hear about all of our hot topics for today. How are you doing, man? How, how are things in Chicago? Good Lord. Yeah, man. We got to get a lot of our people free. A lot of the kids that we, we know, you know, that you and I both know have been on the, uh, have been on the front lines and um, the mayor is, you know, you know, and the police force literally cracking down on them, like on them, like on their person and uh, just hypocritical shit, man. You know what I mean? It's like, it's no surprise yeah. like, that the mayor is a police, but um uh, it's just so many of so many of the young people that, you know, both you and I have known over the years and had the occasion to work with are, are kind of, you know, doing the, doing the work, organizing and, and you know, speaking, yeah. uh, you know, their mind and doing a great job of it, a powerful job of it. And the city has come down and tear gas them and brutalize them and arrested them and mm. detain them. And it just mm. does not stop, you know, mm. because, you know, because they're onto something, you know, and I think that they they are, you know, you know, eliciting fear in, in the powers that be. And I think that there's, you know, power in that. No, it's cool. Yeah, no, no, there's no, there's nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Like the song says, you know, um, I mean, in Louisville, I feel like every week we talk about Chicago and Louisville, even though I'm no longer in Louisville, but I'm still in Louisville, you know, uh, the council, Metro council just asked the mayor to resign. That's what's up. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, there was yeah. like, Time's up, yeah. fam. It's like OC. Yeah, that's you. You lack the minerals and vitamins. Right, right. No, it's it's high. You know, look, man, it's high time, and I, I think, like, you know, obviously. Um, but yeah, how how are you? You you've you've made a transition. You are. I mean, I. You know, we we. Is this our first joint since you've been in in Colorado or no? No, no, no. We did something last week, which I thought was very good and memorable, but uh, clearly <laughs> it did not leave much of an impression on I you. Thought and, uh, yeah, you know, I thought we skipped. Yeah, I thought we skipped. I was like, yeah, yeah, right. Who's ready for a Webby Award? This guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah. maybe I was wrong. Maybe I mischaracterized. I, look, uh, I, thought, I thought you were great. I thought you were great. But yo, man, it's good to be, it's, <laughs> it's good to be on Vocalo Radio. It's good to be with you on uh, the same old new school. Um, you know, I'm, I'm Kevin Coble. You are, uh, Idris Goodwin. Yeah, I'm Idris yeah, Goodwin. That's right. Um, I, we gotta, we, we, we All right, gotta so, so hold on. So Zay's gonna come back at the end. Zay, Z, we got you at the end, bro. Just hang, hang, hang tight. Yeah, like 20 minutes, 20 minutes from now. We'll, we'll hit you like at 8. Yeah, close it out. So hang out, soak your feet. You know what I'm saying? Put some, put, put, cut, eat some Pop-Tarts and, uh, we're gonna get it rocking. I don't know what young people eat anymore. Okay, so listen, we got a lot to get into. We got to, and we got to, we got to make plenty of space for our for our good homie Z Patel. All right. So first and foremost, my man, uh, I remember a long time ago, uh, you and I were doing some gigs somewhere in America, in the midst of soybean fields and cornfields, and we bought a bunch of hip hop albums, and we were driving, listening, and one of those albums was. Atmosphere emerges two man supergroup called uh, Felt. 
uh, and it was O's. The first one was like an ode to Lisa Bonet, and the other one was like ode to Christina Ricci. And I remember us like rocking out to that album and being like, "Oh man, this is this is this is dope." So flash forward, uh, the atmosphere uh, of the legendary Rob Sayers crew out of uh, Minneapolis and MERS uh, out of LA, indie rap giants just put out a new uh, fourth felt collabo album, uh, felt for you. Uh, very clever. Uh, what, what do you think? What's, what's the review? What do we think? How do we feel about well, it? First of all, it's just good to see these guys out here. You know what I mean? And, 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 and yeah, I was, I will say this man, MERS really does not stop. MERS is kind of one of these, you know, indie heroes who is, you know, kind of vacillated between under underground and, you know, not pop mm -hmm. by any means, but certainly it's like, gained yeah. a, you know, a, a powerful following over the years. I'm a, I'm yep. a, very big MERS fan, MERS 316, one of my favorite records, yeah, oh, you know, yeah, um, that, yeah. that, that, that yeah. joint with, with that collab with Ninth Wonder, right? That's the ninth record, I think. Oh, no, no, that's Mur uh, Murray's Revenge. Murray's, Re Murray's Revenge. Yeah, he's probably on 316, yeah, too. Murray's but Murray's Revenge is my one that's got Barbershop Woo! in there. Yo, that far, yeah, yeah. That, that, that album, Murray's yeah. Revenge, you're right, that kind of is my favorite MERS record. And probably, front to back, one of my favorite, like, west coast records you know in, in, in a lot of ways it's got that's that folk, l that's big that's a big l dot a dot california a spot like i just i like mers mers, yeah, sure. mers can rhyme for real um i am also yeah. a uh atmosphere fan you know as as i think you are yeah, of course right? they've helped to build on, like of course they, uh, bro come on i'm from michigan man i'm from a great lake state right well what does that what come does on. that mean what, what does atmosphere mean to you then because of that I mean, he's a great Lake State. He he. Let me tell you what what I appreciate about the group atmosphere, which is Slug and uh, uh, Ant, Ant, yeah, the producer. producer yeah. It's that they were. I remember living in Chicago, and you know what I'm saying. And that and that song "Scapegoats" came out, and it was like these guys are. You know, they're from the Midwest. They're from Minneapolis. And they would come to Chicago all the time and link and, you know, and, you know, indie, indie rappers, man, of that era are like my blueprint. Like to this day, man, like it informs everything I do. So when cats are like, yo, Idris, like, how come you not doing this? Or how come you not on this? You know, like, why are you not going this route? It's like, because I'm just infused with that. Indie spirit, ethos, yeah. You know, that DIY, like I'm going to be where I'm at and I put on for where I'm at. And so, of course, man, like, you know, do, do I love everything they put out? No, of course not. But, you know, whatever. It's, it's bigger than that. But every now and again, every now and again, they'll surprise you. And that's the thing about Felt in that record is every now and again, they really surprise you. Like that MERS album, like MERS Revenge. Because I had known about MERS from, like, Living Legends crew and all that stuff before. But that, you're like, oh, damn, on a good day, on a good day, yeah. those body. dudes now, so will, will so right. Yeah, no, they'll do their thing. So, all right, so this record now, um, Felt For You, their fourth collab. Uh, yes. It, you know, it's good to see them out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Murs, I'll tell you the song. There's a, that song, Sticks and Stones, which is, yep. you know, this very narrative mm -hmm. joint um, where mm -hmm. both Murs and Slug are like telling real ass stories. And I yes. think at this point, at this point, maybe in their in their age, and I think like we're all similarly aged. Do you know what I mean? Um, they're a little older. They're a little older. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, that they. I just decided that. I've done no fact checking. <laughs> they. I feel like that's a good lane for them. Um, it does yeah. get it. 
I, I don't know if at this point, like, I want to have them touch on some of the topics they touch on on this record. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it exactly. was it was ill, yeah, yeah. like, when, you know, like, 10, 15 years ago when they were talking about, like, women at the club, kind of, like, were, like, relationships yeah. on Smoking trays, yeah, oh, oh, it's crazy. She just won't get high and braid my hair. Yeah. Right, like, that shit, like, 15 years ago, I thought was fresh, and now it just seems... If anything, it seems kind of sad and not sad like that they're rhyming about it, but just actually sad. Like, like y'all get get yourself like and I don't know about their. But here, but let, can I bounce this ball back Thanks, to you, dude. though? Like, are you are you coming at it from some expectation of what? Like, if that's what they're doing, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Here's my thing, because I see your point. But I think I, we exceptions could be like we're not exceptions, but like precedents could be made for people who are older. Like you know, too short still out here talking about like you know, not that it's not that it's like something I listen to, but it's like that's his life, and that's the prerequisite for hip hop. Like just like rapping about having a mortgage doesn't necessarily, in my opinion, that could be just as gimmicky and corny. Um, for me, here's what it is: those things stand out when it's not funky. And my thing is that it's just not, it's just not fun. It's just, it's okay. It's just, okay. those guys can do better. That's all it yeah. is, is they can just do better. It's a little uninspired. It feels a little, and it's okay. This is not me being like harshly critical. It's just like, sometimes the magic is there and sometimes it's not. Yeah. And I think what, you know, and I say this as someone who's dabbled in the hip hop music arts is it it's a weird thing, man. You can you can work with the same producer, you could you know, same process, and it just doesn't come together. And so yeah, there's moments, there's moments where they remind you like, oh, these guys are good. And then, you know, uh do uh, don't do me like that and the song Trees, um, Through the Night is also good. I mean, there's joints on here. It's not it's not trash, but it's also just like I don't know if I'm gonna listen to it again. I listened to it for this show and but yeah, like so. I'll, I'll play sticks and stones again, and I'll probably, honestly, I'll yeah. probably teach sticks and stones as like a, as a oh, narrative. Wow, a, I listened to it one time. Maybe listen. I was like unpacking boxes. Yeah, no, so, just, yeah, 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 it as like a narrative device. Murr's particularly like Murr's yeah. verse is just really, really great. It's excellent. Like that's Murr's at mm. like you know part of his peak rhyme. Both these guys can't rhyme for real. I'm a big Slug fan. Yeah. Slug on this record to me feels a little sluggish um sorry uh but just like a just like you know i told i told you this I t it feels like when i play basketball now you know what i mean it's like i, yeah, can't, exactly. I can't do all the shit i used to do and i but in my mind no. i can't and, and and if i don't if yeah. i don't stretch and if, if my my breath isn't there if my cardio isn't there then i'm not able to do it you know what i mean um and yeah man it's just like i i think I don't know. I, I just, I, it's like, sometimes you just got to you You're basically what you're selling is you can smell the ointment. You can smell the like icy hot and, and like uh, knee pad, the knee brace. And nothing, nothing uh, wrong with it. Nothing wrong. Like you like to see, nothing like, wrong like, with that. you like to see it, but you know, it's just, yeah. But I just, but I don't know. I, I look at it like this, man, like aging rockers, like, you know, Mick Jagger still got his yeah. old Crypt Keeper looking ass on stage, strutting around, singing, so, you know, singing about stuff he shouldn't be singing about. But it's like, that's that's what it is, man. Like, if you devoted your life to that, that doesn't stop being your life or your lifestyle. And yeah. to me, it's not, what's, what's gangster? Like, I went to Kohl's and I got a good sale. Then I got him a SUV and I yeah. pretended I wasn't miserable. Like, Yeah, no, the not, life's the life. And you're right. I think we do want people the life's the life. writing and recording about their lives. It just, you're, I think you're right. It just is it, it's funky. We're, we're talking about, of course, uh, Felt's, 
fourth record, the felt for you record, um, which is a which is you know does kind of come from that that, that space of the the DIY champions and heroes, and I, I think both of us you know would you know all all praise due and recognition of the work and grind that both MERS has put on for a uh, left coast indie scene and all of the work that we know intimately that Atmosphere and Slug have put on to pave a blueprint for how Midwest hip hop can be prominent throughout the planet, right? I mean, it wouldn't happen if it I wasn't mean, come for these on, guys, man. you know? Uh, they, put, they put Minneapolis, they, they put Ma Minneapolis on in a way, because even as much as we love Prince, like, Muggs didn't really know he was from Minneapolis until someone else told you it was Minneapolis. Yeah, well, so it's, it's like because you went atmosphere to, and Prince. Because you went to a show that Atmosphere did, and it was like also Prince happened to play. You know what I mean? It's like like that was that's what it was yeah. for me. I went to like that first Ave place. Uh, I think it's wow. you know, and it's like oh yeah, first yeah, Avenue. And yeah. I saw I saw you know I saw an Atmosphere show there, and somebody was like, "Yeah, Prince plays here." I'm like, "Oh fuck, okay." Let's go. I don't even know Prince was yeah. coming after this, to your point. You know? Exactly. But, yeah. I've been, we'll do another uh, episode someday about my, my trip to Paisley Park, actually, which was fascinating. Okay. Uh, but, listen, this is the same old new school uh, with Idris Goodwin. Okay, cool. We were talking about indie rap gods. And, uh, you know, uh, speaking of that, I've, I just started watching the No Limit Chronicles, which is on YouTube TV slash BET. And it's about the rise of Master P and No Limit Records out of NOLA Project, uh, out of NOLA, uh, baby. And, uh, and uh, Kevin, have you been watching? You put me on to this. So have you, have you, you're probably further along in this. It's like five, six parts. Yeah, five right? parts. I'm, I'm already, I've, I've finished watching it. I'm already on to the next uh, Chronicle, which is the Rough Rider DMX Chronicle that obviously we'll have to talk about uh, at some, some point. I got to get caught up. No, man. no, it's Dang. good, man. It's good. But look, this, this, this No Limit Chronicle, man, is incredible uh, documentary storytelling. Um, and, and it's executive yeah. produced, which should be no surprise. It's executive produced by Master P and his son, Romeo, you know, um, yeah. you know, and so it makes sense because this is his whole ethos is just having multiple streams of income, multiple hustles, a yep. true entrepreneur, yep. Master P. And, and, you know, I, I kind of thought this maybe prior, but seeing this documentary ensures like he should be, you know, the dean of a business school. You know, he's just, he, he really is 100%. a genius. Oh, 1,000%. Well, what I thought was so profound, and I, you know, and I, I'm, you know, I remember the um, the Netflix series that they do on hip hop. And and my favorite one was the whole series about rap from the South. And the, the Houston and the New Orleans stuff is so inspiring to me, because to me, they are the true um, ethos of the culture to me. And what I loved is I didn't know his career started in the Bay, like the Bay Area. Richmond played such a major part in his career. I love that. I love career, which that. I thought was fascinating. Like you got to go away to come back, and just seeing also how many times, man, he fell on his face. Like how many times it didn't work out, and that he wasn't good. Like we get the stories about Pop Smoke and all these savants who were like, "Yeah, I just started rapping Thursday, and then like I got a deal, and like you know," and you're like, "Wow, I hate you," but. Most for most people, the story of it's like yeah, some people, but most people didn't. No, you you and take L's and it and it's just lessons, to now, yeah. You, know? I mean, you find your audience, and that to me is the biggest lesson, especially now with all this content and this like that that like those lessons to me are so key for anyone trying to have a creative career, and has is entrepreneurial. Like the lessons, because this is before the internet, man. This is like '89. This guy buys like a record store. 
and starts pressing up cassettes. No one buys them. And he keeps doing it. And he's like, I guess I had to figure something out. I'm like, he says that like eight times in the first episode. I'm like, I love this dude. <laughs> Shout out Master V, man. And he's just trying to save his family. Yeah. That's it. It's not even about music. It's not like about anything else than like, I need something legitimate. And, and, and I, I, he extends his family to the housing project that he's also from, um, right? And, yeah. and I think he has this the, the sense that we do as educators that everyone actually is a poet. Like everyone does have story, these yes. essential stories to tell. Yes. So he, he does, he yeah. like tells his brothers to like, y'all are rappers, like y'all are making records. Yeah. He tell, like basically like yeah. anyone within like, uh, like if he could reach out to them and touch them, he's like, you're, you're going to get in the studio, you're making a record, you're going to make a record. You know, he just, he's just starts pulling his community into that process. And in that year, I don't know if you're there yet, but like in 98 or 99, you know, no, 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 it's just, it's a fact, but they, they make, they put out 23 records. You know, like damn near yeah. half go. And my sister bought yeah, all right. of them. Shout exactly. out my sister. Shout out my sister. She had everything, man. She had Tank. She had Mia X. Like, I'm like, who are all these people? Like professional wrestling. Right, right. It, and it is like professional wrestling in that way. Like in some ways, like he, he borrows like some of the showmanship from professional wrestling of the, the, the grandeur of, because he's a salesman. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like, like professional oh, yeah. wrestlers are kind of like used car salesmen. Master P is like, in that yeah. kind of lineage of like, oh. He's the Vince McMahon. No, yeah. he's, the, he's the Vince McMahon of like indie hip hop from this. And, and also I think people from New Orleans are like so special that I, I, I just, I love, shout out anybody from New Orleans uh, uh, who rocks with uh, Sam Williams. You know, you know what I, I do want to say? There was a moment, and I don't know if you've gotten there yet, but it, it's such a missed opportunity that the city of Baton Rouge did not embrace No Limit the way that they could have. Um, that there was there was this moment where they're living in like a country club, which is some sort of a gated community in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and they keep on sending the police to hound the you know the you know you know what have now become wealthy black men who moved into a you know all white neighborhood. And what you know, you just I I, I kind of want to re never put it past racism, right? But you, if you like, if you <laughs> like, what what a lost opportunity that the city like. Imagine yeah. if if they would have just embraced Master P, and it's like a lessons for us now, like when we don't embrace our own, you know, geniuses and entrepreneurs, and you know what I mean. It's like you you lose out on you lose out on jobs, you lose out on culture, you lose lose out on uh, you know some of the most prominent storytellers. Um, than having to make other choices. And, and, you know, all of it because of whiteness and, 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 and the prison industrial complex and policing. Um, but, yeah. yeah. And respect and respectability politics because they're like, oh, these aren't business. He's not a businessman. He's, you know, it's like they don't see, you know, God forbid they have to play by somebody else's rules or aesthetic yeah. uh, standards. Yeah. Uh, listen, this is the same old new school with Idris Gilbert. We gotta we gotta hyperdrive it a little bit. We have seven minutes, and uh, we're gonna this next topic will go short, and then we were bringing the homies Zay Patel. Zay Patel, get on deck and get ready to blow our minds with your uh, with your review. Real quick, speaking of underdog stories, Master P story, the classic underdog story, classic American story, which we love. Uh, but uh, our favorite uh, underdog, uh, Cardi B uh, and Megan Thee Stallion, have basically uh, set the world on fire yet again uh, with WAP. 
And uh, and uh, the only thing I wanted to bring up just like it hit me because like you know it's almost scripted. It's like you know people are excited. Squares are like, whoa, what is this foul language? You know. Um, and the thing that no one's saying this is what I want to talk about is the thing that I'm not hearing enough of, and maybe I am. Maybe it's being said is people are forgetting the song is really funny, and it it just reminds me of just the tradition of hyperbole of just exaggeration of just trash talk the art of that the art of like exaggeration and and um and 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 just it reminds me of um old blues records like from like you know like bessie smith or even like the comedy of moms maybe like innuendo right like this is not innuendo like that's what's so funny about it's so blatant it's so blatant that it's um it's hilarious. I don't know. I just find it really, really funny. Uh, I, and I, like, I, um, I, you know, after yeah. you told me that, I went back and watched, rewatched the video again, and it's like laugh out loud funny with that lens because you know all yeah. of, all of the exagger- exaggerated gestures, like the brilliant art direction of uh, Patience Foster and Colin Carter, that that are mm. the creative directors of this mm. of this. Um, Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's good. I got a, no, nah, I got a phone call. Um, you know, whatever. Um, oh. yeah, but it, but it's but it, but it's an, but it's an art piece, man. Um, but it, you know, it, it reminds it's like you know, someone's really stressing me. Um, okay. All right. Well. Yeah. I, anyway. All right. All right. Well, listen, we got we got four more minutes. Should we bring in Zay for for the yes, final wrap-up yes, to talk about the new Drake? Little dirt. All yes, right. Sir. So this has been a very strange and technically challenged uh, same on this school with Idris Gilman and Kevin Covell. Uh, we will be back next Monday, but for now, I'm going to bring in the home. Oh, the legendary Black Ice is in the building. What up, Black Ice? Uh, all right, so Zay, you in the building, man? Let's find Zay here. Right, here we go. Yo. What up, man? How are you? Yo. Let's hope it isn't glitched out again. I don't know what's happening. Oh, don't worry about it, man. This is just in the air today. Um, all right, my friend. Floor is yours. We got a few minutes left. What record do you have to talk about today? Uh, the uh, Laugh Now, Cry Later uh, by Drake. Yeah, okay. Drake and Lil Dirt. I like it, to be okay. honest. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, like, every time, every time, like, you see, like, a, like a, I feel like every time, like, in my generation, I don't know about yours, because, you know, you're, like, a total different generation. You know what I mean? You're, like, a few, yeah, you're a few yeah. generations. I don't know about so, Take it easy. I don't so, know. Like, totally. I don't know if you need that. So, um. So we like I'll see like oh Drake is overrated whatever but like the thing is is that even though like you don't see super fast rapping from Drake or Drake or like you know like stuff like that that like kind of pops out like to people you know like when there's like when you are considered like a, an amazing rapper like Eminem or something you 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 don't see that with Drake but his songs just hit so well like like pop star and Greek like. Reese, I was hearing from, like, my older cousins who have been listening to Drake mm-hmm. for a long time saying, you know, it reminded them of, like, old Drake. 
So I wouldn't really have like a big opinion on that, but you know, they do and they liked it. But right. I like the song right. because it's just it's just like it's just like a classic Drake kind of song where it has a really good chorus. It really is, yeah. Has a really good chorus. Yeah. But the but the verses aren't bad. And I think Lil Dirk added added a good part to it. I'm not a huge fan of Dirk. I know I, I know he's like from Chicago, but uh I want to talk about the the car he showed in the he showed like a like a 2080 Mercedes or something. It's like a mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. a million dollar car, but like um, I he got Kevin Durant in the video. I just think that if he he uh he he's definitely uh in the top you know whatever in the uh of rappers, but like he he's not gonna stop making music and he makes really good music so. Yeah. So you like the you like the joint. You you recommend it. You yeah, recommend yeah, everybody yeah. give it a spin. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. Well, and and how does it stack up? Uh, would you say between like the last few? Because Drake's put out like a bunch of singles pretty consistently over the past several months. Where where would you stack it up in that in that litany? I don't know. I mean, I liked Popstar, and I liked mm-hmm. uh, Money in the Grave. That was a while ago, though. That was, like, NBA Finals when... Uh, right. Yeah, I don't know, but... Still a good... Still a good... um, Still a good song, so it's up there. And I think that people... I feel like Drake... Drake drops music where you have to... Where you have to listen to it. You have to, like, grow into the song. There's some, art, there's some artists where you'll hear it one time and you'll already like the song. With Drake, you hear it the first time, you're like, oh, it's nothing special. But then you keep on listening to it, and you're like, "This is why he's so good." You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I hear that, man. Well, all right, listen, Zay, we are at the top of the hour. I appreciate you. Thank you for being our official youth correspondent coming through with the points of views. Keep on rocking in the free world, listening to the hot tracks. We didn't get a chance to talk about the new Juice World song, but we're gonna do that next time. We're gonna start with that because I actually really like it. I really like it. All right, but we can't go into it. All right, listen, this has been the same old new school rocking with at Vocalo. Shout out to super engineer, uh, super producer Justin Mayer. Uh, shout out uh, co-host Kevin Coble. Everybody stay safe out there. Zay Patel, peace. We out.